today on CityCast Madison. Butter. It's a pretty big deal here in the dairy state. Did you know restaurants here still can't put yellow margarine out on tables without a customer asking for it? It's a law. I looked it up. So it's a bigger deal that a local entrepreneur spent millions rehabbing an old butter plant. Nick Mink's new restaurant and cafe features local butter, homemade soft serve ice cream, and a piece of Wisconsin's dairy heritage. It's called Seven Acre Dairy in Paoli, just a short drive from Madison. Let me introduce you. It's Thursday, October 12th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Nick, hello. Hey, how are you? I'm doing so well, and I hear you're up to some pretty snazzy stuff. I don't know if fixing up an old cheese factory is like all that snazzy, but... I stand by it. So why open Seven Acre Dairy in Paoli? You know, my wife and I have always loved Paoli. We've loved the community. We've, we love the, the food and the drink and the art and all the little boutiques there. And uh, we were kind of part of the great resignation three years ago um, and just wanted to do something different and found out that the old cheese factory in Paoli was for sale. And uh, we started looking at the building. And what was really exciting is we started to hear about the history of the building from the community members. And this the building's history was like incredible. The farmers co-op that ran this building for 70 years, making the best butter in the state of Wisconsin. We heard such unique stories from these farmers and from the workers there that we really got excited, one, just about like the building itself, but two, about trying to reimagine and repurpose the building into something that was dairy again, right? And that became Seven Acre Dairy Company, which is like kind of a modern dairy thing, right? Like we've got a cafe, we have a restaurant, we have a bar, we have an inn, all in this wonderfully restored cheese factory. But we also, one of the big things that we did was work with Landmark Creamery, um, who are next door neighbors in Paoli to build out a little micro dairy plant where we'll be making our own butter and ice cream um, in the factory. So yeah, it all began with just not wanting to do the corporate grind anymore and ended with this really cool, unique business in Paoli. Extremely unique. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure compound. I like the choose your own adventure. That's kind of nice. It's a little mini resort, but instead of being in a, in an old resort building, it happens to be in in an old cheese factory. I was curious, Paola is a pretty rural place. Do they get much tourism? I think it became a great outdoor recreation destination kind of for more and more Madisonians and, and kind of during the pandemic. And so, yeah, I mean, it, it still is kind of a quiet, little sleepy little village, but definitely more and more in the summer and the fall, it kind of comes alive with people who are, are visiting. You're sharing that folks from Madison have already started coming into Paola, like it's becoming a destination spot. But for other folks who haven't been there yet and haven't been to Seven Acre Dairy, why why should they make the drive? Well, Paola, for one, is just a oh, really... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, what happened? Was I saying Paoli? 
No, no. Well, you were saying paoli. So maybe this is something that you shouldn't cut, right? Because everybody says paoli at first, right? And then <laughs> everybody who knows anything about paoli says, well, it's paoli. But if then if you're a local, it's it actually you kind of take pay and you turn it into p and it's kind of more like paoli. Mm. Um, but so that's how that's how you really can know the true insiders which are saying P-O-L-I from like the insiders who are saying P-O-L-I to anybody that's just visiting from outside who are saying P-O-L-I. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it's a cool little village. It's a, it's, it's what's neat, neat about P-O-L-I is that you've got a, a really beautiful, the sugar river is literally running through town. You've got a lot of really beautiful historical buildings that have been fairly well preserved. The old schoolhouse, which is now a bistro, the old mill, which is a brewery and restaurant and bar and a couple of different shops. You have the old garage, like the old mechanics garage, which has been turned into a little boutique. Well, this is so fun. There's this whole context of fun things to visit in Paoli or Paoli. <laughs> Paoli. Well, let's hit, I mean, I'll tell you about Seven Acre Dairy because it's really incredible too, right? You know, part of the idea is we we really wanted to build a, a destination, like a kind of as we conceive of it, like a dairy destination. Like so very broadly in thinking through like what makes a dairy destination? Well, we have to have food, right? So we built two different restaurant concepts. The one restaurant concept is like the dairy cafe. So it's really casual, it's counter service, it's breakfast and lunch. And kind of the dairy theme that really runs through that is we have all this incredible pastries and bakery that we're using our own butter to make all of it with. So like your biscuits in the morning, your muffins, your cookies, your breads, actually a lot of milk breads is kind of another little thing, very cheesy sandwiches. And then the Dairy Cafe has our ice cream, right, too. So we've got this incredible soft serve. Um, that we're making from the milk from the farm next door. And it's just casual. It's very family oriented. We love that the Dairy Cafe has, you know, a lot of people who just come in from the community and want to have coffee, want to have breakfast, want to eat lunch, want to have a work meeting. You know, we want to have that kind of vibe with the Dairy Cafe. And then we have the kitchen, which is our restaurant, which is kind of a sit down full service restaurant. And it's, it's kind of farm to table outside of like, it's more of a historic farm to table in the sense of like, what we really try to do there is kind of celebrate the farmstead cooking and farmstead cookery of the region. Have incredible team of chefs who are well worn and well known in the restaurant, Madison restaurant scene. Um, from some of our, you know, most our favorite Madison restaurants. So those are our two big food offerings. But something you were, you know, emphasizing is that you feature local butter and local soft serve ice cream, which is rarer than some might think, even though we're in Wisconsin. But why center the local in your effort? What we think is really cool about what we've done is this site has and this building has been making dairy products it made dairy products from 1888 to 1980 right and we got it on the national register of historic places 
as this really quintessential factory that reflected a hundred years of Wisconsin dairy manufacturing. And we wanted more than anything to return dairy manufacturing to the building. So more for us, like the localness has to do with our desire to want to produce butter. Butter had been produced in that factory in the 19th century. It was produced in the factory in the 20th century. Now it's been produced in the factory. This very spot has made butter in Wisconsin for like 140 years. That's incredible. Soft serve ice cream is kind of our new thing. One, we think there's not a lot of premium soft serve around. Like premium soft serves kind of become more popular on the coasts where you see it more. We kind of settled on soft serve because it has this incredible functionality and kind of utilitarianness of being able to take milk from our neighbor and turn it into ice cream, which is really unique. So like in the sense of us being local, right? I think it was more so about being able to reestablish this factory as a center for dairy production and dairy manufacturing. And you know, there's only three, there's only three licensed dairy plants in Dane County anymore, right? Like we're the third, there used to be hundreds. And so it's kind of a unique thing to be able to add one more dairy plant to the mix, if you will. Absolutely. I mean, that statement just deserves a moment of emphasis, right? There are only three in Dane County you're sharing and there were hundreds. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, right, in 1930 or 1940, there were 60 or 70,000 dairy farmers in the state of Wisconsin. And they were delivering their milk to probably 2,500 or 3,000 dairy plants, right? Like, and now we have 6,000 dairy farmers in the state of Wisconsin, delivering to, I think, 130 dairy plants. So we've cut our number of farms by 90%. And actually, we've cut our number of dairy factories by 95%. Used to be that in Wisconsin, especially in this area, in Greene County and Dane County and Rock County and Iowa County, and then also up kind of near Sheboygan, right? You had a dairy plant every three or four miles because you had a dozen or two dozen farmers delivering to that plant. And now, you know, the industry is different, right? It's consolidated. The farms are bigger. The fa- the factories are bigger. And, you know, little mom and pop, smaller dairy plants just, you know, don't artisanal dairy plants, just you know, they don't really exist anymore. Right. And so to be able to bring one more back and also our plant is unique. Like we have a big viewing platform. People will be able to see inside when we're making butter. People will be able to see the ice cream production. We like to joke that we went from the largest butter factory in the state of Wisconsin in the 1950s, which is true, to the smallest butter factory in the state of Wisconsin in 2020-23, which is also true. But like that smallness, one, gives us the chance to do things kind of more artisanally, um, work with a single local farmer, but also be able to be, um, you know, showcase this process to people who come to Seven Acre. Geez, there's there are so many components to this, and I feel like the space for charm is off the charts. You mentioned you make the joke, but it sounds like some of this is pretty serious, like the concerns about the future of Wisconsin's dairy industry. Is that part of what propelled you into this work? I don't know if it's concerns about the future of Wisconsin's dairy industry. Like, we're going to have dairy. 
it's going to be from larger and larger farms and larger and larger factories, right? Like that's just, that's just the world. That's where we're going. Wisconsin dairy farmers produce for export markets and they sell cheese and they, you know, they do a really good job of it. Our concern was for the ability to preserve part of this really wonderful past of Wisconsin dairy. Think about it this way. You've got 60,000 dairy farmers in the state of Wisconsin in 1950 with 3.5 million people, right? So like, you know, kind of do the math and you can kind of see probably most everybody is connected to a dairy farm. Now you have 6,000 dairy farmers with 5 million people. And you can see how that makes it less and less likely for people to be connected to a dairy farm. And a dairy farmer, this was a really unique part of the state's history. There were thousands of these small community factories all across the state. And you know what? That, that moment is gone. And the physical parts of that moment, the old factories, the old farms, the people, they're disappearing. And so the most important thing that I think we're doing here is taking a little bit of that moment, that 1950 small-time dairy farm, community dairy factory, and making sure that like a little piece of it lives on into the future so we can better understand who we are as Wisconsinites, so we can better understand the dairy industry of today, so that we can, I think, better understand like who we are as a people. And we wanted to make that fun and we wanted to make it interesting. And we think everybody loves ice cream and everybody loves butter. <laughs> and this was a really important thing to do. And it's for the future, but it's also about the past. There's a lot of thoughtfulness that I'm hearing in everything that you do here. And one of the things that I'm really excited about with Seven Acres is the beauty of the land. It's a restored oak savanna. Like there's, can you talk about the land? The building is irreplaceable. It truly is. But there are oak trees that are more irreplaceable than this building. Part of our excitement about doing this was as, as much the factory is this wonderful, beautiful piece of land, which is the seven acres right on the Sugar River, this remnant oak savanna that was still there that we were able to and have been and will continue to spend time and resources restoring so that people will get to experience that and, and see that. And it was really cool, you know, like, getting the old records from the 1830s from the land surveyor and have, you know, right on the section line. So they went right past these trees and they talk about these trees. So these trees, a lot of them predate the factory by 50 or a hundred or 150 years. And it's why we named seven acre, seven acre, because that landscape and its restoration is just as important as the building, it's the metaphor, right? It's restoration. It was restoring us during the pandemic. You're restoring a building. You're restoring this savanna. But also, you know, in kind of what we hope the value is to for people is the ability to restore people who come there, whether it's with beer or old fashions, whether it's ice cream, whether it's staying overnight, whether it's having like an awesome, incredible gathering and party and bringing family members together. Like, I think restoration for me, is kind of a metaphor that brings it all together, restoring us as people who are going to kind of take a new step forward into a different part of their lives. 
the Oak Savannah is incredible. The Sugar River is incredible. There's trout jumping and rising on the property. It's And we love that it's open to the public and for people to be able to use. Our greatest fear, actually, was that somebody was going to come and buy this land and buy this building and just scrape it because it was a big project and it took a lot of resources. It took a lot of passion. It, the economic reality was to scrape the building and to build a, eight condos or something and cut down those oak trees and bulldoze this beautiful, wonderful factory. I hope that we are able to put it on a trajectory so that this dairy factory is producing products into the fourth century and these oak trees continue to live on and thrive in their native habitat. Geez, can you say more beautiful things in one answer? <laughs> and now you know how to say pale eye. Nick, thank you so much. Great to be here. It's fun telling the story. That was Nick Mink, founder of Seven Acre Dairy. If you're interested in visiting, check out our show notes for more information. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a dairy lover about us? Got milk? We'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Talk soon.